You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is week 15 of the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney along with Colin Ward. And just stretching out, just stretching out. <laughs> big game tonight. Yeah, there is a big game. Big uh, series coming up. Yeah, we'll get to that a little later on in the show. Uh, some chirping, I think, have started, so uh, we'll be ready to go. Colin stay has turned his hat around. Stay so. off the tracks, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew to Chuck, stay off the tracks. Oh, my God. Okay, Zach Cassian. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, yeah, obviously the OA. season is done. Um, so we're going to look at all the OAs. A kind of a uh, OA, whatever you want to call it. Appreciation. A- appreciation. The OA appreci- appreciation show. That's the word I was thinking of. I just couldn't in the moment. Might be a blonde moment. I don't know. It's all good. We ha- I have had a but, few. Yeah, you've had a few. Yep. Um, we'll also get to the uh, OHL coaches, coaches poll winners. A few surprises and uh, a lot. definitely one, one. <laughs> that we will have a huge debate on. Well, we both agree. We both agree. It's yeah, it shouldn't be on there. What are these coaches thinking? That's kind of where we're coming from yeah. on one of that. So we'll what do get we to have that. to do to get a vote? Yep. And <laughs> our vote would sway that. We'll coach very much. We'll coach Branford. When Bran forgets a team, All right. is that a Any fact? timeline of when that will happen? <laughs> no, not a chance. We'll coach Exhibition Bran game, like we called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, our all-name bracket continues. The week one winners, the results are in, so we'll get to that. And One uh, you're not happy about. Why? You're not happy about Yeah, I'm one. not happy about one of them. Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about the other one. Okay. No, yeah, no, There's no. one I'm not too thrilled about. but No, the slugger's going to win it. Yeah, he is. I just... Baseball season was supposed to start this He's week. He's my guy. He's my favorite now to win this. I just said that. I still have two favorites, but... I got you know. one. Um, I one of them though. goes to work this week, so... Oh, yeah. Put the hard hat on. Yep. And, uh, oh, what else? There's one more thing we were going to get to at the end of the show as well. Oh, attendance. Attendance, attendance. yeah. Yeah, the uh, um, average attendance from the season. Yeah, some caught my eye. So, I just thought, you know what? I got to mention that. So we'll mention that. Yeah. And there's you. Yeah, all that and more on this week's edition of the Owen 60 podcast. But first, it's our OA appreciation segment. We'll go through all 20 teams and we'll take a look at all of the uh, OA's careers, um, any milestones that they possibly had hit, and uh, we'll have some fun with it. Uh, they didn't really get the uh, send off that they should have. Especially at first, the non-playoff teams that it was announced that they weren't going to miss the playoffs. So those four teams were definitely not going to get a uh, a OA ceremony. I guess um, I don't know if they would have done it in the playoffs though. OA ceremony. No, they probably a playoff wouldn't have. Game. I see a lot of teams are just doing it on their social media. They're just posting videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a kind of a makeup because you know at the arena they don't get a video. I don't think Niagara did it anyways. They just get a graphic, a uh, huge speech. Um, yeah, by the PA guy Rod Mahood. But um, I know, I know in London they get their uh, jerseys and stuff too. Oh really? They, yeah, they get their jerseys from the season, which that's is pretty right. cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, some I think some teams get pictures too. Yeah, the or ice dogs real, get pictures and be, flowers. That'd be for really some cool. Reason. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool though to have your, well, you're gonna get your jersey anyways, right? You yeah. think. Uh but depends on the team. If they auction their jerseys off or not. Some teams do, some teams don't. That's one thing about the ice dogs. They always do a jersey raffle every game. Now I'm not sure if it's from like the players OA season. 
But they had Mark Vizantine jerseys, Dougie Hamilton jerseys. Like, again, they could have their OA jerseys. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. Dougie and Freddie, probably more likely because they're from St. Catharines. But yeah. um, they do. I've looked in the closets in the storage space downstairs underneath the stands. There's a lot of freaking jerseys there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, there's a lot. But um, yeah, so we'll start Same with, with the, the playoff bi- clapper things, too. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of those. Piles. There's like. What three or four skids just sitting on the one yeah. end by the uh, by the laundry room for the so ice dogs? We know what next year's playoff theme is. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think they're probably the same ones from last year because they probably. stocked up for a playoff run and they didn't get out of the second round. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if they're from that. Need to fill fifty three hundred seats. So yeah, make some noise on the Barry Colts. Yeah, to the start with the Barry Colts. They're always uh, eight. I have Aiden Brown first. Uh, he had 275 point uh, played 275 games and 106 points in the 275 games hometown Newmarket Ontario third round pick by the Barry Colts so that's interesting good career yeah 275 games quite the accomplishment yeah that's near probably near the top of uh yeah of the all-time ranks i know once you start to get Close. I know 275, still 25 games away, but once you get close to the 300 game mark, you're kind of, you know, pushing the, you know, this is something pretty cool happening right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Josh Nelson yeah. uh, was a uh, trade victim during the season, came over from the London Knights for Wilms. Uh, he also came with a Niagara second and a Barry fourth yeah. in 2024, which doesn't make a huge difference right now but uh wasn't drafted into the ohl signed as a free agent uh with the knights in 2016 from lockport illinois oh yeah chicago kid yeah i've been to lockport it's pretty nice okay i've driven through it but it's the same thing uh points total he had 92 points in his ohl career uh his career high came uh, last season 1819 uh 34 points 17 goals 17 assists yeah he uh, was solid last year in the playoff run for the knights yeah he didn't uh played in most games every year uh 17, 18, 18, 19, saw 65 games obviously in his rookie year not going to see a whole lot only saw 39 games but uh um, still almost half, still almost half or over half. Yeah, two hundred and thirty-four in his career he played. That's cool. so solid career for Josh Nelson. Yeah, as, the a, and the as a free agent signing to play two hundred some odd games, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, you don't usually played, see that. You maybe see them play one or two years. Yeah, that's quite the accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, next free or next OA, we have Christopher Cameron from the Barry Colts defenseman. He was a tenth round pick by the Colts. Which is pretty solid to play 227 games in his career. He had 39 points as a defenseman, but 227 games as a 10th round pick. That's quite the accomplishment as well. Yeah, also the, the 10th round pick is some, like, you know, you look in a lot of drafts. The MLB draft is, you know, 10th round pick is still relevant. Obviously, in the NHL, there aren't 10 rounds, but I, I kind of see that's the cap. In my opinion, 10th round and below, you have a pretty decent chance to play at least two to three seasons in the O. Yeah. Whereas you start to get beyond that, it's kind of, you know, maybe you'll see one year, yeah, for year sure. and a half, something like that. So um, again, it's still a huge accomplishment for a 10th round pick to be so relevant for a team. Gross Point Woods, Michigan. Ooh. Solid. Gross Point. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that area. Oh, yeah? Okay, I'm a big fan of everywhere in Michigan. Yeah, especially Hockey Town. Yeah. Maybe not the Upper Peninsula, a little cold there, but, you know. Yeah. And Calumet, where the uh, Kraft Hockeyville game yeah, took place. I was, just, I was just about to mention that. Yeah, St. Louis, Detroit. 
Anthony Mantha had a huge game. Yeah, and then we had a huge first three games, and then that was it. We packed it in for the year. Yep, pretty much. They quit on us. Yep. Except for one player, or two players, Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah. Anthony Mantha couldn't really quit. He was always injured. Yeah, that's why I didn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there are the Barry Colts OAs. Huge congratulations to all three of them on uh, great OHL careers. Uh, on to the Erie Otters. And we will start with Jacob Golden. Yeah. The uh, defenseman out of, uh, another guy out of Toronto. Got, another guy that came over from the London Knights. Yeah, yeah, drafted by them in 2015, the 15th round. Yeah, that's another impressive thing. Wow, 212 games played for him. Uh, Minnesota draft pick in 2017 uh, in the fifth round, 147th overall. Uh, in his OHL career, he had 60 points, 9 goals, and 51 assists. He was a minus 15. Only took 24 penalty minutes in 212 games. Yeah, he's a clean He's a clean player, very smart player. 219 shots on goal as well. Him going to Erie helped him play a bigger role too as well. London, he was at bottom bottom three defenseman for the Knights. With Erie, he's a top three defenseman. He gets to play a bigger role. And he really developed a lot. I saw the game in Niagara when Erie was there last couple weeks ago, and he was very solid. <laughs> His birthday just passed too, March 20th. Hey. Happy belated birthday to Josh Golden. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. you mentioned him coming over to Erie, playing a bigger role. He obviously played a bigger role when it came to guys like Drysdale, young guys like that. Yeah, to help them out. Yeah, for sure. He's yeah, a drafted well, player as well. Yep. So that helps you get prepared for the draft. I know first round's a big difference, but like Drysdale's going to go in the first round, but yeah, but it's still the experience, right? You know, yeah, experience. Guys drafted in the fifth, sixth, seventh round probably weren't they, there. Yeah, so but, they just got a phone call. But. Plus, learn how development camp works. Yep. In uh, training camp. Yep. All On right. to uh, the next. Yeah, next guy. One of your guys, Drew Hunter. Yeah. This is crazy. You just did a London guy and I did a Niagara I know, guy. Eh? <laughs> Only two OAs on, uh, yeah. on the Erie roster. So uh, he played, uh, Drew Hunter played 212 games, 73 points, solid career, for, mostly for the Ice Dogs. Came over to Niagara, had a decent year, 12, po- 12 games, 9 points. Solid year, I would say. Yeah, uh, Drew, Drew Hunter is one of the guys that, um, he didn't lead by example on the ice, but he did off. You know, after practice, before, after games, he was uh, just—he was just one of the nicest guys around the room. You know, he'd help the younger guys out. I saw him once on rookie duty. He was uh, carrying his own bag and loading it, and I'm like, uh, I didn't think you guys loaded it. And he goes, Well, it's my bag, right? As a veteran, he did this. Yeah, this was. Uh, was was it last? Year? Yeah, it was last year. Last we were year, yeah. uh, we were going to Sarnia and then Windsor. Yeah, he loaded oh, his own story. bag. Yeah, <laughs> loaded his own bag and um, uh, who was it? Jonah D. Simone was having a little trouble. The other rookies weren't really helping him out too much, so he gave him a hand with some of the equipment. And oh, that's solid. Yeah, it was. It's uh, nice to see a veteran do that. It helps guys that come into the league when there's a veteran like that's there for them. Lets them know, hey, I got you guys if you need anything. Yeah, that's huge for a veteran to do for a rookie. Coming into a change of scenery, right? You've never been by the arena before until you get drafted, then you're there all the time. Yeah. But you've never been around the organization. It's totally new to you. And when you got a rookie that's been around or a veteran that's been around, that helps you a lot as a rookie. Yep. That's nice to hear that. Yeah. So uh a huge shout out to Drew Hunter and of course 
uh, Josh Golden as well. But uh, I really got to know Drew Hunter and one of the nicest guys that I've ever met. Well, in the OHL anyways. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Flint Firebirds. A team yeah. that I am very upset that the season's ending because they were a tough out and we were going to go to Flint for a playoff series against Saginaw. We but, were. But yeah. that ship has sailed, unfortunately. Yep. It's pretty sad. Yeah, that's tough. I was hoping that they would. They had such a good year. They built that team perfectly, too. I hope they find a way to go in for it next year, too. Yep. Because they're solid. This is just the start, I think, to the franchise. Well, and there's some glimmer of hope that Ty Delandria comes back, but uh, that'll be uh, decided, of course, next year. Um, we'll start with uh, OA number one, Jack Fibbs. Uh, six foot yeah. tall center. Hagersville, Ontario. Yeah, it's down the road. Oh, look at this stash. Oh, yeah, this picture. That's right. cr- that's quite the stash. Our <laughs> profile pictures got to be like that. Yeah, mustaches. We got playoff beards going though. I had to shave mine. It was bugging the hell out of me. <laughs> I was so it was it, it actually was. I was getting mad. This is since Thursday. I still got a week to go till it's like. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, this is tough. Uh, he was drafted in the seventh round uh, by the Flint Firebirds in 2015, 133rd overall. Played in 233 games uh, and put up 58 points, 26 goals, 32 assists, uh, and he had 283 shots on goal. Solid career. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Jake Durham, number 12 for the Flint Firebirds from Port Perry, Ontario. Uh, 159 points in 265 games. Solid, solid player. He brings a lot of energy to that team. Great veteran presence as well. I noticed him a lot in the game that I saw them play this year where he wasn't always the best player on the ice, but he always made sure his teammates were in good spots and they always led like on the face-off dot and stuff. Show, him where he, show the center where he's going to be off the draw. Like that type of player and... That goes a long way to winning. Yeah, drafted by Hamilton yeah. in uh, round number seven. So another guy that... And that's interesting to go along with these OAs to see where they were drafted and be like, there's more people that move than you think. Yeah, there's a lot. This is I find interesting too. Yeah, there's not too many guys that stay in one, one spot. spot if you're you know top of the end guy. Well, when you look at North Bay trading OAs for OAs, you look at yeah. London trading an OA for an OA. Yeah. It's going to happen a lot, OA situations. And I think nowadays every team's trying to bolster their OAs. Yeah. So you can see a lot of that too, OAs getting traded. Yeah. Um, and then finally, OA number Bolt three. Under. Yeah, Anthony Popovich. And of course, <sighs> most OHL Ontario. fans know how he did in his OHL career. What's that? Won a championship. Well, I was going to say, I thought you were giving a jab at me there about last year in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he did start every game. Yeah. So... You know, Very it, poised. He do, he doesn't get rattled easy, Anthony Popovich, I noticed this year. I watched that game in Niagara. The Ice Dogs had a power play. It might have been a five-on-three, actually. And there's a cra- someone was crashing the net. They're buzzing around the net, and Popovich just cool, calm, cool, collective, makes easy saves, kicks the rebounds in the corner. Great rebound control in that. And to me, that really caught my eye of him, how poised he is. Yeah, and that's what Flint uh, Flint was looking for when they traded for him. Um, you know, they needed that stability. That was the one question for them. I think Saginaw was set up pretty well for talking in terms of Michigan teams, but uh, the Flint Firebirds definitely uh, uh, getting their goalie for a run and a guy that had experience and uh, in his career, three point six one goals against average, uh, .896 uh, 
save percentage. He was 95, 68, and 11 and 6. Okay, so you could say 17. I hate that shootout loss category. That's dumb. Um, uh, and he made five five thousand four hundred and eighty seven saves. That's a cool stat for only two shutouts. But oh well. That's still a cool stat though. Yeah. It's so hard to get a shutout in junior hockey. Think he would have got to a hundred if the season kept going. I know there's maybe only what seven eight games left, but he needed five wins to get to a hundred. Uh, yes, he would have. Just because they had a. They had to win those games. They're in fourth. Yeah. They had to win those games to get back into that against Saginaw. So he needed them in that uh, conference final. Yeah, so that's tough. I would have liked to... I like seeing goalies get to that 100 mark. Yeah, it doesn't they... doesn't happen too often. They had 82 points. They played 63 games. Kitchener had 87 points. Mm. So they would have had to win. At yeah. le- he would have got at least two more. Yeah. Which I think so. So that's that. All right. That's close. The Guelph Storm. Cedric Ralph, hometown, Peterborough, Ontario. He was a seventh-round pick by Guelph, so he stayed the whole time. He played 241 games, had 137 points. Solid career. I remember him always being tough to play against. Like He looks like such a tough player to play against. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's always in your face, like always in the battles. Yep. I feel like that just gets on your nerves. Oh, and that's that's what you kind of want. Especially last year in a playoff Feisty. run, yeah, a little bit of feistiness. Yeah, like we were talking before, uh, and of course, being Red Wing fans, talking about why they were so successful for so long, and everyone complaining that the Leafs aren't, you know, gritty enough or don't have uh, um, too much rough qualities, I guess you could say. Whereas the Wings, when they won the Cup in '08, they had one player on every line who would punch you in the face. Yeah, and I think that's what I want them to go back to now. That's why, nice. I like, that's why I like Ridley Gregg from out west. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, you him. keep mentioning his name. In your face. Such a cool <laughs> name. We could have Ridley Gregg, Tyler Bertuzzi, and Giovanni Smith. I'm down. That's tough to play against. Yeah. Uh, Josh Wayneman, OA number two for the Guelph Storm, uh, came over from the Hamilton Bulldogs. Originally drafted by Erie. In uh, in round four in 2015, in his career he put up 56 points, played in 254 games, uh, 119 penalty minutes, and he won. A, he took 272 shots on goal. Solid. Yeah. Uh, second or the third OA defenseman Federer Gordiev. Wow, that's a. I didn't. Even, it wasn't even a tough name. It might be a decent all name team. Yeah, it name. From Toronto, Ontario, uh, he was drafted in 2015 by the Hamilton Bulldogs in the third round. Ended up going to uh, Flint. He's played 253 games, 105 points. Flint? Yeah, Flint. This is Guelph. Yeah, I know. He got traded to Guelph. Oh, okay, okay. I was was lost for a second. No, no, no. What? Sorry, go ahead. It's all good. Yeah, he got traded to Flint, and then he went to Guelph. Oh, and... uh, This is their team. Yeah, and one of the two trades that they made. yeah. 105 points in 253 games. Solid defenseman. Big defenseman, too. He's 6'7". That's huge. Jeez, Kevin Ball territory. Yeah, that's coming after. Yeah. Um, on to the Hamilton Bulldogs, and we'll start with Hamilton native and captain Isaac Nurse. Obviously, he didn't play nearly a full season, missed the first half. And that's a tough one, too, for them, For I think, for Hamilton to lose. I think... That's a tough one. I give them probably two, three more wins if he plays the first half of the year. Yeah, and if Unique's not out. Yep. 
Um, in his career, he played in 221 games. He had 92 points. Probably would have gotten to 100 if this season had finished. Um, he took 448 shots, and it, he was definitely a huge factor for the Bulldogs in their OHL championship run, um, especially being a Hamilton guy in the community all the time. And with that, that uh, was just coming out OHL championship parade, he was pretty prominent yeah. in that uh, in that celebration. So a huge congrats to Isaac Nurse on a uh, Hamilton loves nice their locals. OHL career. Hamilton really supports their locals. Yeah, they really do. Uh, next up, we got right winger Brady Johnson. Dra- he was drafting the. 13th round, yeah. Another good guy. Pump. I like Brady Johnson. He Draft, does everything. He was drafted in the 13th round. So it's pretty solid. He played 219 games. He had 64 points. Played 219 games in the third draft in the 13th round. That's a good uh, good pick. Yeah. By the Niagara Ice Dogs. Yeah, and I always found that trade really good this past summer. Um, a lot like that Joey G trade, kind of under the radar, because it was, wasn't unexpected. I guess you could say it was unexpected for some people because everyone saw him have, uh, um, you know, the want to go pro. But, yeah. um, again, that was another trade where I was kind of like, you know what? That's a solid pickup for a third-line guy. Yeah, it is. Um, and then finally for the Bulldogs, Cade Landry, the Goinstown, Ontario native. Never heard of that place. That'd be a cool uh, bracket. Where are you from, bracket? Ooh. That'd be a cool one. <laughs> Town names? That'd be cool. Can you imagine us trying to say those Finnish towns and Swedish Ooh. towns and Russian towns? I'd have to exit stage Ugh. right. Yeah, so would I. I'd quit. <laughs> um, in his OHL career, he put up 133 points, 15 goals, 118 assists. So definitely more of a playmaker than a sniper. Um, 175 penalty minutes, and he took 397 shots in those 248 games played between Hamilton and Barry. On to the Kingston Frontenacs. Yes. Uh, defenseman Nick King he, uh, from Waterloo, Ontario. He's played 217 games, 89 points in those games. And he's drafting the 10th round as I lost the OHL draft. Uh, <laughs> drafting the 10th round by Owen Sound in 2015. So, yeah, Nick King. 217 games is quite a few. But I feel like every OA is going to play that. But yeah. Where these guys are drafted, that's the part that – is really impresses me. Like none of these guys are like top five round picks in the league, and they they're playing forever and they're playing big roles for them. Yep, it really sticks out for me. OA number two, Jacob Brainy from Campbellford, Ontario. Good leader. Second round pick of the Kingston Frontenacs in uh, in twenty fifteen. A total of ninety five points. Another guy probably would have gotten to a hundred. Uh, in 262 uh, career games and 500 shots on goal. A lot of rubber going towards the net from yeah. a defenseman. I like that, though. Yeah. I like defensemen that shoot the puck. You kind of have to have to def- generate offense. Yeah, especially yeah. nowadays. It's all, such an offensive league. You need to have defensemen that score. Yep. On to the next. Yeah, another goaltender. Christian Prop. Yeah, played. Uh, he's drafted by uh, Barry Colts in 2015. He's from Milton, Ontario. He played 162 games. For his career, a few different teams. One, two, three, five different teams he's played for. That's solid. Yeah, Barry, Kingston, North Kingston, Bay, North Bay, Bay Sioux. Who's four? Four. Oh, four. Yeah, I remember Christian Prop. My first year that I was at school and with the Ice Dogs, the first exhibition game at the Thorold Arena, the goaltending <laughs> matchup was Colton Ince against Christian Prop. Wow, that's cr- that's cool. 
And I mean, prop was even good then. I know it was an exhibition game, but he yeah. looked pretty good in that net. Exhibition games are fun to watch. Did you watch those guys that just get they're getting their first chance at playing in the league? Yep. And they want to stick. That's the best part about watching that exhibition hockey. You can see it in the kids' faces how bad they want it. I think that's a cool thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, on to the Kitchener Rangers. OA number one for them is uh, Greg Morales, a huge staple for the Kitchener Rangers. Uh, centerman, uh, 5'11". Uh, drafted by Kitchener in the first round, 12th overall in uh, in 2015, and then drafted by the Florida Panthers this past year in the sixth round, 168th. In his OHL career, he put up 239 points in 244 games, so just under a point per game for him, and he took 667 shots on goal, and he won 1,832 face-offs. Wow. He's a key contributor to that Kitchener Ranger lineup, though. Yeah, he was even even as a third year guy uh, two years ago when Kitchener was making that run and they lost to. Uh, what are you laughing at? Nothing. I'll tell you off air. Are you trying to chirp me about something? No, I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. All right, whatever. Um, uh, he was even as I was saying. Geez, made me lose my point. Um, he was very prominent uh, for the Kitchener Rangers when they tried to make that run um, for the OHL no, title and yeah, they lost was in overtime two years ago. Yeah. That was against Sue they lost? Yeah, that was the Cole Sherwood year when he, you know, yeah. had his antics going. Yeah, I think Bonneman was the captain that year. Yeah, he was. He played, played against him. Played them. baseball against him. Yeah. Actually, I played a year with him. Really? Well, a Story year. Time. It, was, it was on the all-star team, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we got Liam Howell from uh, the right winger from Ar- Arpiri, Ontario. Let's see. He's a first-round pick by Sue. I think it's Arn Pryor. Arn Pryor, Pryor, Arn Pryor, Ontario. Never heard of it. Nope. It's okay. Yeah. Not many people know my know my place either. Delhi. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two hundred and thirty-three points in three hundred and thirteen games or how? First round pick. It's cool. I'll finally get to say a first round pick. You do. Hey. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> um. And finally, finishing out the Rangers, uh, Jonathan Yancis definitely. That's another one that could have been the huge main thing. Loss. If Jacki wasn't in there on their team, that's an oh yeah, the all name. team. <laughs> that's a good, that'd be my pick. Yeah, I would agree. It's a solid name. Uh, he's a free agent signed with Kitchener in 2017 from Markham, Ontario. He had 149 points in his OHL career, 214 games played, 197 penalty minutes. That's a lot. Holy crap. Yeah. And he had 501 shots on goal. On, so. to, on to the London Knights? Yeah, I'm just going to say this, right? We should probably only do like the first 10 teams, and then we'll do the next 10 next week just because we're running to about the halfway mark of the show right yeah. now. Where are we at now? So we'll do the first 10. Uh, we, got, we got London, Mississauga, and then Niagara. Right. And then um, we'll do the next 10 next week just to split it up. Cause we'll do that with the coaches' polls, too. Yeah, okay. So it'll take a while. Yeah. We'll go 10 because we got to get ran on that. Yeah. So just to stretch it out, I know obviously it's the off season now, even though it's not supposed to be. But, it's uh, unfortunate. We'll, yeah, we'll try and stretch it out. Even uh, though we didn't play Charlie this week. No, because it's not on pause. It's coming officially. Ba- coming back from the break. <laughs> just the off season. Yeah. It felt like an off season day. Did it I? did. I walked in with a t-shirt. It was depressing. Uh, London well, Knights? Yeah, the London Knights. Got Billy Moscow from Sudbury, Ontario. A 2000 born OA. It's solid. Played 205 games, 91 points. Second round pick by the Knights back in 2016. 
Solid face-off guy for the Knights. Good penalty killer. Good, great defense. He's another one that could have been in the great, like best penalty kill, best penalty killing forward, or uh, best defensive forward. Billy Moskal is another one that could have been on there. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, lots of debates coming up on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Wilms, an OA for the another London great Knights. face-off man. Yeah, he's like second or third in the CHL at face-off percentage. Yeah, that's a solid stat you're uh, yeah. throwing out there, Colin. You better get a contract. <laughs> that's where the AHL pro- contract. That's the problem, though. Like when with the season ending, guys like that won't get a chance. Not, like playoffs are huge for your OAs because then they step up, they get like have a big series. That's how they get contracts, right? But yeah, I hope Ty- he gets something out of it. Ty Fellaber got a contract last year. Yeah. Um, I can't. I always forget Justin Brazo. Hey, got a contract. Yeah, he's right guy, after they were eliminated. Guy, big too. guy scored a million goals. Yep. I don't know how well he did in the AHL. I don't really want to follow Toronto. I think, so I think he's an East Coast. Yeah, I mean, no, he's a Marley's. Marley's. Hey, yeah. Um. So yeah, Wilms uh, from Kitchener, Ontario. He was drafted in the third round by the Colts in 2015, 43rd overall. He had 181 points in his career, 264 games played. Um and he won two thousand eight hundred and forty nine faceoffs. Wow. Wonder how close that is to the record. That'd be an interesting Quan record hockey. to look up. I'll find that. For, I'll find that for Twitter. I'll okay. post. I'll post it on our Twitter. I'll find it after the show. All right. Uh, next we got defenseman Marcus Phillips came over at the deadline. Played twenty five games this year for the Knights from Toronto, Ontario. He was a first round pick by the Owen Sound Attack. He played two hundred and eighty four games in the OHL. It would have been a 300 club member. Yep. If would have played the full year, 131 points. Stat that sticks out to me, plus 82. Oh, wow. That's solid for a defenseman. That's really good. Yeah, he had 621 shots on goal as well. But Marcus Phillips is a key Quarterback of a power play will do that, Yeah, too, plus, so. plus that Guelph team was so good last year, and mm-hmm. that Owen Sound team was good with Suzuki. scored yep. a million goals every game I saw him play. Yeah, well, when you get guys like Entwistle standing in front of the net, and they can just clear the defense out of the way, shots are going to get through. It's yeah. just it's science. Big Pass guys up. move littler guys. Like, yeah. You know, so a um, little Pass bit tough for him, too. Pass he, the puck, you get Sam Arukoff, Dersey. Yeah. Yep. That's solid. Um, again, for I don't know too much how how much people read into this, but obviously not even close to a full OHL season for him. No. Um, obviously coming back from the 25 AHL. 25 games, so. I think you said? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. So his OHL career is done. Probably be back in the A hey, uh, like next said, year. This week's Twitter poll. Should I mention it now? This week's Twitter poll? Should I mention that? Sure. Should there be an exceptional... OA player for each team. They have the exceptional status players. Should there be an exceptional OA player? So like how Elijah Roberts re- tweeted yep. that out, let the OAs run it back. Yep. Should there be an exception? So each play, each team has an option to bring only one OA back because you can't bring them all back because you can't take a spot from a young younger player. Yeah. But no. should each team have the option to bring one player back from this year? And that's totally up to NHLs too, right? Because like the NHL yep. teams, guys are on NHL contracts, they'll just stay. Yep. But like a guy like how he said, Jason Wills, Elijah Roberts, yeah, where guys if they who come back, signed. yeah, where they come back, they get a chance to yep. make something out of it, right? And yep. they they're hungry to they're hungry for it because they know it can happen. Yeah, but it'll also be interesting how the season cut short will affect the scholarship. Um, yeah. 
or the post-secondary education fund that the OHL has set up. I don't think that'll affect that. I think they'll count it as a full year. Yeah, they'll have to give it to them. Yeah. Um, Okay. On to Mississauga. The first OA for them. Calvin Martin, the uh, sixth round selection of the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds in 15, 121st overall, native of Peterborough, Ontario. He had 86 points recorded in 191 games. He had 38 goals, 48 assists, minus two in his uh, in his OHL career between Sarnia, Mississauga, and Sault Ste. Marie. Of course, he came over from Sorry. Sarnia um, uh, during the season. He played in eight games with the Sting, 48 with Mississauga. So, solid career for a sixth rounder from 2015, Calvin Martin. Uh, next on Mississauga, we got left winger Nick Isaacson. Native of Mississauga, Ontario. He was drafted by Peter Brill in the fifth round of the 2015 draft, as a lot of these guys 2015 draft. Uh, played 224 games. He, he had 82 points, plus four on the career. Nick Isaacson. And uh, finally, we'll finish with their captain, Liam Hamm. Um, and a little bit of a tough week for Liam Hamm. I just want to get this correct, so I'm just going to bring it up. Um um, so I get it right. Uh, Liam just uh, lost his father um, this past week, so our condolences go out to him uh, and his family. Um, so a little bit of tough times for him, but another one of the nicest, Great of course, yeah. f- uh, former Niagara Ice Dog. But uh, um, he was another guy that you just like to see come to the rink. You know, look at his headshot. Missing the two front teeth, you know that's that's, that's a Philadelphia that's a flyer right there. That's your captain. That's yep. a guy. That's a guy where someone asked me on my team. I'm saying that's my captain. Yep. I'll run through the boards to that guy. That's my captain. Yep. He was five uh, ten from Newmarket, Ontario, drafted in the sixth round by the Ice Dogs, and we'll do a quick story time with Reese because I know we're taking up a lot of time with this OA appreciation. Going, we'll go OT today. We'll yeah, go just, OT today. Yeah. I think the people the people want an overtime game today. Yeah, they do. overtime show oh, today. Okay, we need stuff to listen to. Um, <laughs> no, we're winning. We're winning that game tonight and Tuesday. Um, Did I guarantee it? Maybe. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, so the one practice we were, uh, afterwards we were doing our Christmas video. This was in, this would have been Christmas of 2017. And we had finished whatever, um, and the sticks were still out. And so I just grabbed it. I, again, I wasn't too sure whose it was. Obviously, I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I saw a puck. I'm like, oh, I'll stick handle a bit, whatever. He's still finishing up. He has his other stick, and he goes... And so he comes back to the bench as he's skating to the dressing room. He goes, hey, you want my gloves too? I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, just shoot around for a bit if you want. Like that's five, cool. ten minutes and just bring them back in the dressing room. I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome, man. Thanks. So I just shot around for yeah, you know, five, ten minutes, skate around the Meridian Center Ice and had some fun. And so that just tells you the kind of that's character a, that he is. That's another cool thing about this league, like getting to be around the guys. You really get to see how good pe- how good these people are. Like they're not just good hockey players. They're not just someone you see play hockey every Friday night or every weekend play hockey. They're not just a hockey player. They're nice people. A lot of these guys are nice people as well, which is huge. Yeah. So again, uh, again, our condolences to the Ham family um, for the uh, passing of his father. So uh, definitely a huge congratulations to Liam Ham on a really good OHL career. Yeah. Niagara Ice Dogs are yeah, last. Finish with up. the Ice Dogs this week. Uh, Ivan Lotnia, captain Ivan Lotnia, got drafted by the Erie Otters in the first round. 
Brings a lot of energy from Novi, Michigan. Birthday to, well, birthday we already know, 99. Uh, played 272 games, 262 points, plus 47 on his career. Solid. He's only a minus one this year as well. We might have mentioned that last week, but yeah. minus one. That's pretty solid for a team that struggled this year. Mm-hmm. Actually, an interesting fact about Ivan, he's actually from California. I don't know. Yeah. They only have Michigan on this just yeah. because you know, they I have read, to. I read the website. Yeah, no, that's I'm, fine. No, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying that's wrong, right? Because I'm pretty sure he played one year uh, in the Michigan area. His parents, um, it's actually, geez, another story. Um, story time. Yeah. Um, it was to uh, pers- and Ivan's family owns a whole hockey training complex back in California. Around it was, I think it's close to the That's Anaheim cool. area. So when Ivan was 14, 15 years old, something like that, uh, his parents and him moved to Michigan to allow him to pursue a lot you know, his hockey. So his older sister, which shout out to her, uh, <laughs> she's a huge fan of whenever I tweet at him on Twitter. So. Um, so a huge shout-out to, to his sister. This. You'll have to tweet this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she had to stay back. I th- I'm not sure if she quit school. I'm not a 1,000% sure, but she had to run the ice um, complex while they were getting Ivan ready for hockey. Of course, his parents are back in California, so um, now that's kind of settled. But uh, definitely a player where if his older sister is, I guess you could say non-existent. He might not be where he is today. Yeah, so, so. show it to her as well. Yeah, nice to hear these. The families cough up a lot, right? A lot of miles, too. Yep. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that no one really knows about. No, it's funny, too. His uh, minor hockey team was also called the Ice Dogs, so he got a little excited when he got yeah. traded. A lot of energy he plays with, too. Yeah. He, he's probably the most energized player right now in the league that I know. I can't really find it. I think he was really motivated just to keep that playoff streak alive for the Ice Dogs. That was one of the things that he really wanted to accomplish this year was get it to 13 years and then pass the baton to the guys coming after him. Yeah, it's tough to be the leader, be on the leadership role when the streak ends. Yeah. Um, OA number two, and again, a really funny guy. A guy that puts hot sauce on everything, Oliver (laughs) Castleman. (laughs) Everything, man. I'm not lying. He loves hot sauce. Um, and that should be his nickname, Hot Sauce. I can't remember. Oh, his name nickname Man. is Cass. Oh, this is sad. This is sad because <laughs> now I can't go to an Ice Dogs game in the playoffs and see a kid with a sign that says Hot Sauce. I make my day. Think That's of Oliver Castleman. Yeah. Uh, in 254 games played, he had 165 uh, points. He was a minus 26. Um, which is kind of surprising. I thought he'd be a little higher than that. Uh, he took 445 shots on goal. So uh, Oliver Castleman was there for all three years that I was there. So another really good guy around the rink. The last OA for the Niagara Ice Dogs, another one you know, Elijah Roberts. Played the wing, too. He played center. He played yeah, the wing. He played deep played this everywhere. year. He played everything. Uh, yeah. Hometown, Brantford, Brampton, Ontario. Not Brantford, Brampton, Ontario. Uh why does Sec- everyone get that wrong? Sec- I didn't even know. I wasn't even going to say that. I just said Jeez. that. Second round pick by the Kitchener Rangers in 2015. He played 294 games, 108 points, and I'm with you, Elijah. They need to let the OAs yep. run it back. One of the best skating defensemen I've ever watched play you have in the some OHL. Good, you have some good stories about him, too, with him and Akil Thomas. Yeah, him and Akil Thomas. Yeah, this is, again, we're really it's all, going The people long, love it. The people but, love it, Reese. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's uh, there was a young boy around the Ice Dogs, and it was he was more around uh, um, 
in the 17-18 year when the Ice Dogs were eliminated by Hamilton in round two. But um, and his name is Adam, and he had uh, has cancer. And one thing that really stood out to me, of course, you know, they only play Thursday through Sunday, most teams anyways. There's the odd Tuesday-Wednesday game in yeah. there. But um, himself and Akil Thomas would make time – not sure if it was every week, might have been every other week, um, to go see Adam somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I know they went to a few of his hockey games because Adam uh, plays minor hockey. So whether it was in a tournament or just like a regular season game or something, um, Elijah and Akil would go to a couple of the games. And, of course, they went to the hospital when he was in there as well in, uh, in St. Catherine's Hospital. So, um, yeah, just one of the more – he made uh, huge accomplishments – on the ice, but off the ice, it was all one about other people. He really didn't. One of the most selfless guys that I've yeah. ever met. Him and Akil Thomas were definitely. So had to, I had to mention you. Had to get you to tell that story. That's yeah. a great. That's a great story for him that probably nobody other than in the Niagara area would know about Elijah Roberts doing. No, they they posted a couple of pictures on Instagram, but nothing too major. Just kind of you know yeah, with and Adam and it's well deserved. He ended his career. He's a great defenseman, great skating defenseman. He could play multiple positions, but yep. we had to mention that about him off the ice as well. Yeah, it was, and it was of course the teddy bear toss, always the most looked forward to event. Yeah, um, in uh, in any OHL season, and uh, they had, especially Akil and Elijah were huge fans of going to the hospital to. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Give the teddy bears to the kids. So That's great. Um, yeah, just a huge, con- I guess, so the first 10 teams and the first uh, three, that's 30. One only had two, so 29 OAs. Oh, math guy. That was quick, eh? Math guy. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Woo. Can we say that I should be good tonight? at math, though. My dad is like three degrees from business and like... <laughs> Uh, HR and maybe all the your, smart maybe it's classes. Your bro- maybe it's your brother, the math guy. No, not if you <laughs> failed <laughs> grade jerks, 12 math. He jerks off. <laughs> he throws him under the bus. Um, so yeah, Fellow huge. left-handed pitcher. Meh. Smart. Smart. So yeah, huge congratulations to all uh, 29 OAs from the first 10 teams. Uh, we'll get to the next 10 next week. Starting As with we the North continue Bay to Battalion. search for great content to try and keep everyone entertained. And, of course, previewing it later on in the show, we will talk about our all-podcast series going on this with is gonna us get heated. and the O Show. This is going to get heated. I'm fired up yeah, for we're tonight. Not, we're not going to get heated right now. <laughs> I'm, run, I'm going to be running the round. Yeah, we oh can't. Okay. I'm going to be running the round tonight. <laughs> They'll guarantee that. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, time for a break. We've gone 40-plus minutes, so... <laughs> Um, Colin will fill up his water. He doesn't have any bio steel. Still with the G two. No, this so, is three uh, weeks in a row. That's because I had it for the game the other night. It's in the dishwasher. Uh, okay. I gotta empty it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to empty mine too. Brutal. Oh well. All right, we'll take a break. Come right back. You're listening to the Owen sixty podcast. This is the Owen sixty. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen sixty pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the non-virus podcast. For the people. <laughs> because we talk about crap that people care about and not all the stupid all innuendos. I want, all I want is hockey to be back, but that's not happening, so no. it's going to have to stay inside. Yep. Uh, you're listening to the 0-60 podcast. Watch the playoff series if you cool. want hockey. Yeah. Watch the playoff series. 
Um, at the Own 60 Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, we got Tall Inc. Where you'll find our all uh, team name, or all name team. Jeez, that was a blonde moment. Uh, is that two? Yeah, that's two. How many have I had? I had the one. I was going to say Branford, but I said Yeah. I so wasn't going to say Branford. I wasn't going to say Branford. I was going to say Brampton, but I don't know why all of a sudden I said Branford. Yeah. That's so bizarre. Oh. Uh, but yeah, time for our second segment where we take a look at the uh, OHL pl- uh, coaches poll. Um, some you agree with, some not a chance. Yeah, so if you go on the uh, we- OHL website and the list, we're going to do the bottom five categories and then the top five. And then uh, the rest of the categories that we don't get to, we will do on next week's show as we will do with the bottom ten uh, OHL teams with the OAs. So we will start with the best shootout goaltender, and this is a dumb category, so we're not going to Yeah, because really not a lot of teams are in a lot of shootouts, but yep. as you figure, the top two goalies in the Eastern Conference are the top two. Yep. And Same then, within the West, basically. Yeah, Ingham Dawes in the West, and then Popovich was third. Uh, Marco Constantini takes uh, the third spot in one the, the Eastern night, Conference. One of the Got best set of votes. pads in the league. Yeah, they're really nice. Okay. Both Hamilton goalies. Yeah, I liked I liked Royce too. They had the logos. Yeah, they looked good. Like the Mirazik Wings logo. Yeah, those things are the best. I don't pads. know. They were too plain. They needed more red. Really? Yeah, in my opinion. Well, you're a big Popovich guy though. The Popovich yeah. ads. Yeah, they were nice. Yeah. Um, okay, to the best shootout shooter uh, in the Eastern Conference, Marco Rossi. Shocking. He got 29 votes. Uh, Nick Robertson, the Peterborough Peets, 23, and Phil Tomasino coming in at number three uh, with 12 votes. Solid. I agree with those. Yep. It's all about attempts, right? Whoever has most attempts against a certain coach as well. Yeah, pretty much. In the West, we've got Cole Perfetti, Saginaw Spirit number one, 25 votes. Liam Howell, the Kitchener Rangers, oh, hey. 21 votes. And Pavel Gogolev uh, with 18 votes finished third in Shooter. the voting. Yeah. Here's the, here we go. Yeah, this is the one that is complete crap. Do you want to say it or do you want me to? Um, Best puck handling goaltender. Yeah, we'll start so with the we'll West. Start we'll start with the West, West so we don't get triggered I don't right want, off the yeah. hop. So I, again, Nico the top Dawes, two. Yeah. Nico Dawes, Jacob Ingham, Tristan Lennox. Yep. In the East. The Eastern Conference. Here, I'll do I'll do this. Watch. Kai Edmonds, Mississauga Steelheads, finished first with 26 votes. Number three was Christian Prop <laughs> of the go. Kingston Frontenacs. He finished six with 16 Ready? votes. Three, Number two. two. One. Hit it. Zachary Roy <laughs> from the Hamilton Bulldogs. This. Who Here we was go. voting Your on this? Your face is getting a little red there, Reese. You want some water? Matt, who voted on this? Zachary Roy is a really the good coaches. goaltender. Yeah, he's he a is. great he's, goaltender. He's solid. He cannot play the puck outside the blue paint. I'm gonna that play is the, awful. I'm going to play the puck, though, in the... Terrible. Game? <laughs> 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 NHL 20 game. <laughs> it's be like, Zachary Roy's got nothing on me. <laughs> I don't know. This, this Against the Ice Dogs this season, when we were at the game at the Meridian Center, the Ice Dogs scored once off a of Zachary Roy turnover and had a glory... They hit the, I think they hit the post or he made a toe save. He made a toe save. On I the remember second that. opportunity. Last it, that year, was right off the bat, right? In the game, yeah, that was yeah because I first five that. ten minutes of the game. Yeah, I was feeling, I was buzzing there. That was first game, first game, <laughs> first press, press box game. <laughs> Got, um, just fresh out the solo. Lap. And then, if anyone remembers last year, the infamous Matthew Strom light turn, light turning <laughs> off game, where he had to do it again, and Stephen Dillon made the save. Who turned the lights off? The uh, the Bulldogs lost the game because Zachary Roy 
shot it off his teammate's rear end. And it went right to Phil Tomasino and anyone who watched him play hockey this season. Tell the Ice Dogs drew it up. Tell they drew it up. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. (laughs) So I don't know how he got second place in this. I really don't. And this is, again, this is nothing towards Zachary Roy, the Hamilton Bulldogs. Zachary Roy is a really good goaltender. And Hamilton should be hosting the Mem Cup next year. But they didn't put the bid in. No. Unfortunately. They should be. Him and Costantini are a very good one-two punch for the Hamilton oh, for sure. Bulldogs. Probably Roy the best one-two punch puck. in the league. Other than Cranley and Andre, but in that. Yeah. Austin, Austin Jones is I'd pretty good. i put them in that category. Yeah. yeah. Top three or five yeah. goaltending duos in the league. Um, but I, I tweeted this out before Hamilton started their season. Zachary Roy had to have learned how to play the puck or he just leaves it. Just leaves it behind his Leave net it. and lets his D play. See, it. first was... game that I watched, he gave it away, but thankfully <laughs> his D was there to bail him out. I always wonder that too, though. As a defenseman, when you're coming in the zone, I know it sucks when the puck's rolling on you. It's nice when the goalie can come out there and stop it and yeah. you can pick it up, and that's but all you got to do. As a def- yeah, as a defenseman, I would be mad if a def- goalie comes out and I go to get the puck, he just fires it the other way. Yeah, like you got the speed going, you're wheeling. I would like I wouldn't like that. So I don't know why goalies play the puck as much as they do. No idea. I'm trying to. Not everyone's it. Mike Smith. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Who scored on us? Jeez. Detroit. Arizona, he scored on us. Oh, yeah, I did. That was tough. Yeah. I, I would take the penalty in that situation if I was playing. If I was a defenseman, I'd take the penalty. I'd th- I'd honestly throw my stick at it, take the penalty shot. But they'd probably <laughs> count it though. They'd probably count the goal. It's worth a try though. I think that's so. embarrassing getting scored on. It is. What? Is that the most embarrassing thing in hockey, having a goalie score on you? Should that Twitter poll. We got two Twitter polls this week. Could you imagine it happened when a goalie was in the net? That'd be crazy. (laughs) Well, Toskala had the tough one. Toskala had a tough one there at the others. A goalie might as well have shot Lindstrom's goal. Yeah, Lindstrom against Vancouver. Vancouver. Yep, from center ice. Um, Subban scored from center. As a goalie, though, if you come out and wrist one, if you get that hop, that Toskala hop... Yeah, but that there's exceptions when it comes to the Leafs. That puck (laughs) was going so slow. How do you not have time to get in front of that? You don't even have to cover it. But it would be slow coming from a goalie. Unless you think you have more time, right? You think you have a lot of time, you're going to do this, and then you're thinking too much, right? I find if you're in net, it's like in baseball too. You can hit the fast pitcher better than you can hit the off-speed guy. You have you just don't think you do. Yeah, I think that's yeah. another thing with the net. The harder the shot, you don't think. Less time to think probably helps you. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, don't I never think, thought about just that. Do. Captain yeah. obvious key. To I the don't. Week. I don't think. I'll, yes, that is the captain obvious key to the game right now from Colin Ward. Colin, say it again. Oh, I forget what I was saying. I was going to sink this. <laughs> no, uh, Colin was all lining up you for have a more, water bottle shot you, into the garbage or the recycle <laughs> yeah, bin. Sorry, we recycle yeah, here. You have, you have more time. <laughs> You, I think it's better if a slap shot's coming at you than a knuckle puck from the far end. You have less yep. time to think. The more you think, the more problems to me. Yep. Captain Obvious, key to the game. All Don't right. think, just do. All right, moving Call on. Call trademarked. Best Captain defensive Obvious. defenseman. Oh! And he missed. Jeez. Uh, Kevin Ball, uh, Ottawa 67s. He got 45 votes. That's not really a shock. Uh, Nico yeah, Gross. Yeah, we mentioned this before. 19 this. votes and Paquette third with 17. Yeah, I I think that's good. Yeah, I don't know. You were saying something. I cut you off. Sorry. No, we mentioned that last week too about defensive. Oh. Our offensive defensemen in our uh, 
defense and defenseman are basically the same. Yeah. That's solid. Yep. Uh, the in fact. The, in the West, no surprise, Alec Regula, number the one. The Wings traded him for Brennan Perlini. Stevie, what are you doing? It goes now silent. Colin's going to yell. It goes silent. Now Colin's going to yell. Wait for it. It's going to happen. I know. Give it time. Okay, he's not going to yell. I, th- I thought <laughs> Did you he just was. wake up one morning and decide <laughs> to make that trade, Steve? <laughs> right? Heart to heart talk. Heart to heart talk. Did you just wake up that morning and say, you know what? There's a kid in Delha, Ontario, 21. A guy in Branford, Ontario, he's 21. We're going to wreck their day, and we're going to trade Alec Regula <laughs> to the Chicago Blackhawks for Brennan Perlini. Because you know what? I'm just going to wreck their day. That's what happened to me. Okay, he did yell, kind of. Uh, Michael Vakoyevich from the Rangers finished second with 20 votes, and Connor Corcoran, uh, the Windsor Spitfires, finished third. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then to the last bottom five category. We nailed this on the head. We nailed this last week. 0-60 effect. The 0-60 effect. (laughs) You know it. For the, the best. playoff series, the 0 60 effect. Yep. Ooh, exactly. that's another good. That's what I'm saying. That's another good pump-up video of the effect. Yep. Uh, Noah Meyer, number one. He finished third in this category last season. Plays a game in a rocking chair, feels like. So laid back and calm. Yeah. I like that. That'd be a exceptional OA player to come back. Oh, yeah, for that'd sure. Be, that'd be pretty cool. Him or Keating. Yeah. Ottawa, you get decisions. Yep. Uh, Thomas Harley. The Mississauga Steelheads actually finished first in this category last season, slips to second with 22 votes. And then Declan Chisholm from the Peterborough Peets had 18 votes for number three. The in West. the West, Ryan Merkley. We nailed it. Yep. We nailed that. Will you style your defensive play on NHL 20 after him? So. Yeah, I'm Ryan Merkley in, the, <laughs> in this uh, playoff series. I'm always in the rush. Hey, that goal to tie it to make it 3-3. That was joining the rush. That I was. was some, I was on the back door. A sweet feed from the, me. Oh, yeah. The 0-16 boys. Yep, two on one. The Sally. I did the let's that hear you. Awesome. <laughs> that was great. Pump up the crowd. Playoffs, man. That came with less than a minute, didn't it? Less than a no, minute No, it was to like go? two minutes, and then he uh, scored with two seconds left, yeah. unfortunately. Won't happen again. I guarantee you that. I interfered Despite with their own goalie. Despite the fact the puck went through the player, but okay. I interfered with their own goalie, and then it hit her goalie in the backside. Yeah, I know. And then it misses me somehow in the net. How does it miss you? No idea. That's whatever. That's bad, but Uh, they're not making those passes through again. I can guarantee that. Clog up the the slot. Nothing gets through. Stay off the tracks, boys. I'm coming. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm going to be hitting. (laughs) I'll be buzzing the rats out. Number two. an exterminator. (laughs) Exterminate. Jesus. (laughs) Number Uh, two. Jamie Drysdale, number two from the Otters with uh, 22 votes. Going to be a top 10 pick for sure. Yep. And then Brady Lyle from the attack. Hey, you mentioned 15. him last week. Yeah, I did on my uh, all uh, all star team. Yeah, uh, I was thinking I had an all something other team, but it was just <laughs> rookies. Simply an all all star or an all star team. There we go. All right. Yeah. Now to the top five categories again. On uh, if you're looking at the OHL website, we're doing the bottom five categories and the top five categories today, and then, and next then the week. rest will fill it in next week. So starting with the most underrated player, and this guy just... Oh, do I spoil it? This guy no. was in week one of our all-name Yeah, don't say who. Don't say, don't say how he finished, because I think he won. Just don't say the poll finish. We'll wait till next. Okay. We'll wait till next break. 
Uh, he, he's number one, is the most underrated player in the league uh, with 28 votes. James Hardy from the Mississauga Steelheads finished second with 22 votes. And then tied for third was Ottawa's Austin hey. Keating and Oshawa's Kyle McLean with 15 votes each. Yeah, McLean had a solid year. I like watching him play. Another OA going off. My Western Conference underrated player is number one, too. I'm pumped about that. I'm not going to lie. Okay, then you go, you go through it then. Number one, yeah. Chad Yetman. That's solid. I I like watching him play. I know in Niagara, I mean, they're uh, what intern there. Uh, we're going out of the about Golod uh, Yetman debate. I Golod's a good player, but I mean Yetman's solid. He's a driving force to that line. So Chad Yetman, good to see him up there at number one. Connor Corcoran from Windsor, number two, and Eric Uba, a former junior C, Erickson uh, Tenniel. You're seeing a lot of junior C guys. Yeah, you're gonna see a lot more huge strides in the O. Yeah, you're gonna see a few more too. Yeah, Andrew Bruder from the Ice Dogs. Yeah, Woodstock. Another yeah. Woodstock guy. Yeah, uh, most improved player, and this is where I have another problem. Well, um, I like the West as third option, but I think it should be higher to me because I think he's a I think wow. he's a second round pick in the NHL. Okay, draft. then we'll start if with not, the East because both of our problems are in the West. Yeah, Jack Quinn number one, shocking. Tyson Forster. Number two, and Zade Wisdom. Hey, Wiz. Yeah, number three. I'm always going to shout the nickname out <laughs> every time Zade Wisdom. Yeah. Wiz. Um, in the West, Nico Dawes, number one. Not too many su- people surprised by that. Uh, we'll start with number three after right. that. Uh, Luke Evangelista. You think he should be higher? I don't think anyone beats Nico Dawes, in my opinion. Well, Brett Brochier. No. Well, Brett Brochier wasn't even in the league, wasn't in the league last, last year. year. Yeah. And he can't really improve next year because he won 32 games this year. Yeah, I know. Year. How do you improve after having such a good first year? Win 33? I don't know. I hope the media, I hope the media, because I know I'm not going to be all over him, but I hope the media members know, like, how do you have a better year than that? Like, at the end of the day, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So I hope people realize that. Yeah. And then uh, Tyler Angle was number two Evangeli- from the Evangel- Fires. Evangelista should at least be two, in my opinion. Yeah, and then my guy, three. Who's three? Who is he? So, in my opinion, I don't think Tyler yeah, what Angle is, should be on this. Yeah, he's a good hockey player. He is a good hockey player. Yeah, I won't disregard that. Um, he had 44 points last season. Moved up to 67 this year. So, yeah, he did improve. Uh, and, of course, in the plus-minus, he was minus 11 last year. Finished plus 13 this year. So, yeah, that's a really good improvement. But I still think it should have been Billy Constantino. From the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. And I mentioned his name last week. He went from 18 points last year to 53. Well, And in the plus minus, he was still minus this year. Well, look at this. We can debate the same thing about Evangelista. Evangelista, two points last year. He has 61 this year. How is he three? Mm -hmm. How is he below that? He He was a minus five last year. He's a plus 15 this year. Yeah, okay. That's, How, yeah, that's to fair. me that he shouldn't be three. He yep. should be two. Yep. Where he could also push Nico Dawes, but Nico Dawes had such a good off season where he deserves all the credit he's going to get. Yeah. Because he deserves it by he lost a little bit of weight there, mm. and I know he was more qu- quicker than net, which really helped him out a lot. So that's good to see him at one. Yeah. But Evangelista too, Constantino. Yeah, because Constantino was minus forty six last season. He only finished minus fifteen this year. Yeah. On a team that never made the playoffs. Yeah. So that's solid. Yep. So, I don't know. That's just where I'm coming from. I think it should be Constantino instead of Angle. Yep. 
I agree with that. To the smartest player. And this is no surprise with this the is, six names that are here. Yep, Maybe the, positioning, but... Yep, the first one in the Eastern Conference, the Red Wings are going to take him if they pick from three to four. <laughs> they're going to take him, Marco Rossi. Best all-around player, I think, in the league right now. He's great defensively on his own end. He puts up a lot of points. He's a points leader. Marco Rossi, a future Red Wing if they don't get Lafreniere or Stutzel. Yep. Uh, number two, Shane Wright. That's impressive to see a 15, well, now 16-year-old on that list. Mm-hmm. That's great to see. I like Shane Wright. I like that Kingston team. Wiz, Chromiak, that top line is going to be good. Also, shout out to Maddox Collins, Del- Langton guy, I should say. Not Del- High guy, Langton <laughs> guy. Close enough. Yeah, Landon McCallum's Del- High guy. Yeah. Uh, number three, Akil Thomas. Your guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a solid I three. Agree. That's a solid three. Very good playmaker. Yeah, I, I agree with those. The West as well, I don't have any issues. Cole Perfetti, one. Jamie Drysdale, two. Connor McMichael, three. Yeah. I agree with Maybe that. Maybe a little debate on the order, but I mean, not yeah. too much, I think. You know? I can see maybe Liam Foodie being in that three spot. Okay. Just Instead food- of McMichael? Yeah. Because Foodie, Foodie's probably one of the hardest working guys in the league. Like He's the best skater in the league by far. Yeah. So I can see him being on there, but... All right. Yeah. Um, hardest worker in the East, Kian Wash Couric from the Steelheads. Second year in a row, finishing first. That's solid. That's... Well, we said that's a Will... I said that's a Will Head award. Might <laughs> yeah. not be. Might not be. Yeah. Uh, Nick Robertson, number two, and Kyle McClain, number three. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, in the West, Damian Giroux from the... Uh, uh, Saginaw Spirit, Luke Boca, the cool captain name. of the... Yeah, it is a good name, eh? That's another one. Uh, captain of the Windsor Spitfires finishes two. Of course, he is an OA as well. And uh, Vladislav Kolyachonik. Hey, the uh, Flint Firebirds, number three. Probably one of the best sellies of the year, that, Liam Foodie. Yeah. And uh, Maddox Collins is a glass selly <laughs> against Guelph. That's the effect. Yeah, it is. That's the effect. Yep. Sorry, Maddox. I'm taking credit for that. You know, <laughs> we had nothing to do with it. I'm taking credit for it. Um, and finally, the last category we will cover uh, on this week's show: best playmaker. And it, no surprise, number one. Yeah, Eastern Marco Conference. Rossi. Yeah, no. Surprise. Forty-five votes. Two surprised me a little bit. Really? Why? Very expensive. Yeah, I think he should be on that list. Yeah, I just like Tomasino's year better. I'd switch him and Tomasino, but okay. 17 16 were the votes. Yeah, so, so I it was mean, close. Yeah. Um, whereas in the West, Cole Perfetti, Ryan Merkley. I love that at number Cam two. Hill, I like Hillis too. I like Hillis at three, but I'm I'm very happy that Merkley gets some praise there going at two. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, one name. Well, and I want to kind of get to this this week too. We could touch on it a little bit next week, but a name throughout the entire list that didn't. Um, make its way onto uh, any category in the top three, anyways. Um, was Quinton Byfield isn't in any? Yeah, we were very surprised by that. But I mean, he missed a little bit of the year. You know, coming back from the World Juniors, a little struggle. Juniors, yeah, yeah. But I mean, McMichael was on there. Foodie was on there. Yeah, the F- Drysdale was on there. Rossi obviously had a massive year. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I guess this was just a really skilled year for the O. Mm-hmm. You don't see too this many is a guys deep year in the draft eyes. for the O. Like, there's guys ranked like the fifth round that are good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just other, or um, uh, the European skaters are 
a little bit better than them, but yeah, it's gonna be a good draft. That just shows it's a good draft. Yeah, exactly. So that wraps up our uh, second segment of the day. Of course, still got one more to go. We are in overtime, so OT. We're having a lot of fun, a lot of chats here on week week fifteen. When we come back, we will look at the final numbers in our all team or all name team. I don't know why I keep mixing that up. Um, week one matchups. There were two of them, the one versus 10, two versus nine. And then we will also take a quick look at the attendance numbers, the average anyways, yep. from around the OHL. It's up now. We're ready to go. No shocker. Who's one or two? No. Yeah, people people would guess that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all next right here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demania along with Colin Ward. Time for the fun part. Well, it's all been fun, but um, to the most fun part yeah, of the been, show. It's been a fun show. It's had a heart to heart talk with Steve Eisenman. <laughs> that was. I yelled. You yelled yeah. a bit. I cried, yelled, missed yep. a missed a three point shot from yep. my water bottle, which was tough. That was a tough one. Yeah. Had the captain obvious key of the game. Had story time. Yep. Yeah. It's just been an all around good week. Talk the playoff series, which we are fired up for. Yeah, we are. We're we'll fun. also get to that later on in this segment, probably to finish out the show. Yeah, we've been hinting at it a lot. Yeah, even like now. Yep. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, uh, but first the. Uh, all name bracket. Week one's matchups are in the books, and yeah, the final results are in. Matchup number one, not even close. The Giancarlo Shanton. The slogger. Oh, yeah. Hey, like I said, I feel like we got a lot of baseball followers. So I think, like, I think he's a favorite to win it. Might have to record. Yeah, you might like have to, him. Might I think he's still this. a three seed. Might have to save this because I think he's a favorite to win it. Yeah. So at the end, if he wins it, might have to play it. All right, sure. <laughs> I still think he's a three seed. Yeah, we but, saw three. Uh, he destroyed Cali Lopinen, um, ninety-one percent to nine. Yeah, so that wasn't even close. And then matchup number two, should have went with I'm Costa. I'm a little upset about this, but sixty-seven percent of you voted for Brendan Sirazadi. That's a cool name, though. Thirty-three percent voted for Luke Moncada. I love that, was, that name. That was closer. The most underrated player serious. in the East loses in round one. Those are two favorites. So. Those are two favorites. Yeah. But uh, week two will begin. It'll be up on our... Are we going to do Twitter this week too or just Instagram? Instagram. Okay. Instagram. We got our Twitter poll up there. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, week two matchup sees the number one seeded Zade Wisdom. Number one. Yeah, man. Wow. He's number one. Come on. Wiz? Yeah. Wiz is number one. He's taking on John Parker Jones from the Peterborough Pete. That's a tough one. That's the two and nine... Ver- no, three versus eight matchup. Yeah, there we three go. versus eight. Yeah. And then the four versus seven sees Oshawa's David Jesus going up against Hamilton's Navrin Mutter, who could potentially two be tough a ones. top five. Two tough ones. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go. I'm obviously going to go Wiz, Jade Wisdom. And I'm going to yeah. go. Oh, man. I'm this going Mutter. T- yeah. I David Jesus is a tough one. He's. I love that name for defenseman. Yeah. That's cool. But, yeah, I'm going Navin Mutter. I love the way he plays. I've been saying that all year. Navin Mutter, there's something about him that I like. He just hits everything that moves. 
<laughs> I like those type of players, so nothing matter. Modern Wisdom are my two this week. All right. You can find those polls up Tuesday. on our Instagram story at Tuesday the evening. Podcast. Tuesday yeah. evening. It'll be out. Yep. Um, now to our uh, attendance averages. Colin's got those numbers Should we for start you. from the bottom or start from the top? Yeah, you can start from the bottom. Because, th- right. again, the top's not really a surprise. We'll kind of oh, expect no, we'll start from. We'll start then from the top and go down. Okay. All right. So first, we got London. 8,974, their average attendance. Not bad, 9,034 or 45 is a sellout there, so just under. Yeah. Uh, Kitchener 2 at 6,766. Not really a surprise to the first two. Yeah, no, they have the biggest buildings. So Yeah, yeah, but it's like you're watching it in Waterloo when you're in Kitchener. Yeah, <laughs> new if you're in the press If box, you're in the yeah. top 15 rows in that blue part, yeah, you can't see the ice. You're caught watching a screen, which is tough. Yeah. So that's... Well, you can't see the scoreboard. I think you can see the far side. Of the you can ice. see the ice, but you. S- yeah, that's tough to me. Yeah, I know. Me- I have to see the scoreboard. Yeah, that's like- my big thing. I'm always looking at the scoreboard. Yep. Uh, three, we have the Oshawa Generals, 5,136. Kind of surprised me. Reese yeah, shaking I his I head. Because, yeah, every game I. That might be a Red Wing thing where they have a sellout streak, but they're mm. totally empty seats. Just tickets paid for, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, I never see people there. The no. games I've into or watch from there. I don't know. Even the second round last year against Niagara wasn't even close to being full. Yeah. It's just a thing. But whatever. Speaking of Niagara, Niagara's fourth. 4,874. Solid attendance. I believe that. Solid attendance. Yeah. Yeah, 5,000. What is it there? 5,000? 53. 53. It holds. I think that's solid. That's solid for a team that struggled. They lost 14 games in a row and they're still top five in average attendance. Yeah, they like their they like their junior hockey in Niagara. That's one yeah, thing that's, that makes them stand out. That's good. Ottawa five, uh, four thousand two hundred and four. I saw a lot of people. At yeah, the, um, at the TD Arena. Yeah, is it TD Place? TD, TD Place. place yeah, 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 TD Place. They have the could. best night. They have the office theme night. So next year yeah. that'll be a fe- that'll be a featured game, and I'll be making the trip. We'll go there in Kingston. We got to visit Kingston. We do. We got to make the trip. Hopefully it's good weather. Because if it's good weather, that'd be nice. If it's bad weather, that goes out the drain probably. Yep. Bye bye. That's tough. Might as well drive through Sarnia uh, during a snowstorm. So uh, that's tough. We're good. Windsor's worse because it's that extra hour. But it's, yeah. to me that's always weird. Yep. Uh, next we got Guelph, four thousand seventy eight. Solid for Guelph. I like that. Guelph's arena is cool. It smells like how Kitchener does, like the roasted nuts. <laughs> that's what ki- that's what Guelph arena smells like. I'm just gonna check. It's how in the many middle. It's in the mall holds. too, which is cool. It holds forty seven hundred. So that's solid. Just over forty seven. That's solid for Guelph. Yeah. Uh, Sault Ste. Marie's next with three thousand nine hundred and three. Solid. They better get the Mem Cup. Because <laughs> that Mem Cup village, think about the marketing they could do with that. Have a village like how they have the Olympic Village, the Canadian, like the World Junior, like yep. uh, Molson Canadian House. That'd be so cool if they had a Mem Cup village. That's something that probably could have happened this year with Kelowna because they got the market. Yeah, but that would be pretty cool. Yeah, this uh, GFL Memorial Gardens holds 4,900 fans. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Windsor next, 3,888. To me, this year, Windsor, it didn't look like the crowds were that good, like that full. No, it didn't. Windsor's such a good market, but it didn't look like it was full. That's the one thing I can speak to be, growing up in Windsor. Nobody nobody left Windsor. That's the one thing that the, I think the Spits need to yeah. thrive on. Nobody leaves Windsor voluntarily. 
Mm-hmm. Like to go visit family is one thing. But border like, town. You won't go out of your way to leave Windsor. Yeah, it's a border town. You have everything. Um, I, and even during the Mem Cup, I thought the attendance was if a you, little bit of a joke. Yeah. Like, come on. Unless yeah. the prices were ridiculous, which is very possible. Which I think that's why Sue would be a great host. Yeah. Another cue for Sue. Yep. Uh, Hamilton's next, 3,842. Hamilton's so deceiving because it's hard to watch a game there in that huge arena. And, like, there's only like 3,000 people there. That's tough. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. tough to watch a game. I yeah. wish they could take the tarps off the seats. That'd be cool. I wish they could, but it just looks so empty with it. They didn't even do it during their uh, playoff run. Playoff run, they didn't. They did it the year after. Yeah, but it was weird. They didn't take the tarps off, but they opened up three or four sections Yeah, in the the top top bowl. They just opened the curtain. Yeah. Like the three sections. I mean, I sat there anyways when the Ice Dogs were playing them in the playoffs. I just sat in one of the seats instead of the press box. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The press box is the Wi-Fi. It did work back then. Oh, it doesn't work now. It's just this year. It didn't work for some reason. Next year, maybe. Hopefully. Maybe that's why they're not getting the Mem Cup. They never nice. put in for it. They're not replacing the Wi-Fi. <laughs> and the building's 1,007 years old. Yeah, and you got to walk across the catwalk to get to the press box. Yeah. That's depressing. I can't make that run this year. I said, remember, I was going to train for it and just make the sprint right across the ceiling of the yeah. catwalk in Hamilton. But that's tough. Now I can't. <sighs> next year. Yep. Saginaw is next. They took the types off, which is they nice. They did. 3,372. I like that. I like I like the way Saginaw's yeah. Devin Flint turned their franchise around. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Barry's next, 3,319. Barry's arena looks so weird. It almost looks it's like a mini odd. Peterborough. Like, yeah. It looks like small sections. I've never been there. Next year, I got to make it. They shot there. Goon 2 there, eh? Yeah. We had a baseball tournament there while they were shooting. Really? Yeah. That's sick. Because they were looking for fans and stuff to go sit in the arena. But like we had a game. Uh, d- I think that was so. A- <laughs> you imagine we we're in a tournament? Just skip the tournament. Just cancel the tournament. <laughs> Sorry, go- we're going in a movie. Man, oh wait, they probably weren't paid. I'd rock. I'd I'd rock a zero uh, sixty podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, they would. Yeah, I'd be down. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, Barry's weird. The press box. You have to walk through the stands, like yeah. up one of the uh, staircases to get in. Well, Niagara, you kind of have to. Niagara, you have oh, to walk this, Yeah, but the suites, that's a little different. Yeah, true. This is actually like the concourse you have to walk through, which that's is like, kind of like Sudbury. You just go on a ladder and go up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Climb the ladder. Yep. Uh, next, we have the Peterbilt Peets. They 3,175 people. They renovated that arena, and somehow they still have the square corners. Yep. That kind of catches me off guard. But I will say they have one of the best media room meals Oh, around yeah. when I was th- this was again Make this trip was, <laughs> might have to you got to again this was three years ago but the press box is right where the food was so you that's got nice. hot dogs that's chips, like Flint like it's awesome that's like Flint Flint's gotta go to Flint room. first that's the first place we gotta go oh for sure Flint is Ottawa Kingston Peterborough yeah. whatever Flint and Saginaw yeah Flint's media room it's actually in the press box so you don't even have to leave you just go in the media room it's awesome step outside you're at the yeah. You're in the box, you could say, I guess. It's great. Don't know how to describe it. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Next, we have the Sudbury Wolves, 3,173. Sudbury has a new arena works in the... Really? Co- yeah. They have a new arena talks there. Oh, wow. I don't know if it's for sure yet, but it looks like a nice complex they've uh, drawn up. I think it's a 4,000-seat arena. I'm not 100% sure hmm. on that. Don't at me on Twitter. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. Maybe next week I'll touch up on that. Yeah. Do some homework this week. Yeah. 
Uh, next, we have the Erie Otters. Sweet Caroline. London sucks. 3,107 people. Awesome. I got it. Wait, did I just say that? <laughs> no, that's that. You got to say it like 3,100. What did I say? 3,107 people. I like that arena. It's really nice. Yeah, it looks Despite steep. there being a huge wall. Yeah, it looks steep. Like up top. Yeah, a little bit. And it looks like it's like. Yeah, it's not too know, flat out or whatever, but. Yeah. Um, again, they have. They have a good media room food. Aaron Cooney does uh, some baking every once in a while. So, really? Yeah, he bakes pies. and Wow, and brings it into the um, media room? Not sure what else. I think he does cookies sometimes. And yeah, brings them in the media room. That's cool. Yeah. I remember the one time I went there, they had Mexican rice. It was really good. Really? Yeah. That's, that's such an eerie thing to do, I think. What? Have Mexican rice. Why? <laughs> well, what other press box has that? Like, media room has that. Uh, Niagara's pretty simple. The pasta, roast beef twice. Yeah, the generic. That roast beef twice this year, then pasta, 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 pasta. Yeah. That sucks. And pizza because of the London game when they uh, didn't have an order. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, ugly. Yeah. That's ugly. Oh, whatever. That's a tough look. Yeah. Uh, next, one of my favorite arenas this year, the Sarnia Sting, home of the Sarnia Sting. Sarnia, 3,034. I like that arena. I like, their, I like how they show the history of that arena. Yeah. In there. I like that. Progressive Auto Sales Arenas. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, also, too, and a lo- most OHL ranks are like this, but um, in Sarnia, the one entrance, if you go right in, like when first step in the door, you see the logo right on center ice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's good. It looks so close to the action, too. Yeah, it does. Uh, next, we have the Kingston Frontenacs, 2,938, which kind of caught me off guard because I didn't see a lot of people in Kingston's arena this year. Yeah, in the neither did I. It's a, it looks like a great arena, Leon Center. It looks it great. brighter. Yeah. It's hard to say, though. I talked to a couple players, and they said it was oh, really? nothing wrong with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's just the TV, then. Yeah, probably your TV. Oh, well. Rogers TV. you got to get the camera work. NHL yeah. standards. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be heaven. Yeah. Uh, next, we got the Owen Sound Attack, the Bayshore. 2,825. I like that. Yeah, well, it's small community, small rank. It's like it... Yeah, they just support their local junior team, which I like. Yeah. Uh, next, which is really surprised me, the Flint Firebirds. 2,823. Really? That surprises me. I'm going to look this... The Dort. The Dort. Dort Federal Credit Union Arena? I thought it was the Dort Federal Event Center. That's what I thought it was, too. Um... Currently closed. Wow, shocking. <laughs> Every arena's closed right now. <laughs> um, Captain Obvious keys to the game. It opened in 1969. Holy mm. crap. I thought it was new. I guess not. That might not be the... That can't be the right one, is it? Yeah, that can't be right. There's no way. Um, Capacity holds 4,400. Yeah. Where's this... Oh, former names. Yeah, it opened in 69. It used to be called the IMA Sports Arena. And then Pirani Arena. Oh, okay, Until 2015. Yeah. And then Flint moved in, and then it changed to the Dort. Little yeah, history lesson. 4,400. City yeah, right? of Flint. <laughs> Semi-pro. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. Mississauga, we got next. 2,281. What, what number is this? What? what uh, where are they on the list? Mississauga. Second last. Really? It should be last, but... North Bay 
is last okay, 2049. Yeah, yeah. That's North Bay. Nobody goes to Mississauga. Mississauga is unfortunate. You know, you watch the, I watched the game against Kingston this year there, and all you see in the corner is just a bunch of people with Shane Wright jerseys on. Yeah. Nobody else. That's t- that's tough because Mississauga is such a nice arena. I love that complex. Yeah, it's so there. nice. It's just too bad. Like the 905 team shares the venue with them. And like, they fill it. Yeah, that's just a, that's surprising. But I don't like how they play those 11 o'clock morning games a lot, Mississauga. Yeah, it feels like it feels four. like they play the most school day games. I'm Hamilton's close. Hamilton is two a year. Yeah, one in the first semester, one in the second. Not this year. They did it. No, like not yeah. Four this weeks year apart. wasn't because of the strike. Well, that wouldn't even matter anyways. No, they were. I don't. But they don't had no. That was uh, Mississauga. Yeah, yeah, Mississauga yeah. had a school day game there. The strike yeah. was on. There's like nobody there. Well, Hamilton had that last year. They had a school day game, but it was a snow day. Yeah, I remember that. We were there. Yeah. Shout out to Jim Taddy. Took yeah. our sports class there. Yep. And uh, yeah, there was nobody there. Yeah, all right. Just free admission. Just come in with a can, gids, and you're in. Yeah, that's all right. Well, well then, that's where are we 15. at? Where are we even at? Oh, we are. Is I'm it... not going to do math again. I did it once. That was enough. Well, I said two. I said an hour fifteen. We'd be. Yeah, we're around there. Hour fifteen. Hour twenty. Oh, I'm gonna miss it. Crap. <laughs> that could have been the fact. <laughs> we're just gonna edit it oh, well. down. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sure, make my life harder. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, whatever. Um, that was a fun week. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Next week will yeah, be fun, too. We'll continue our OA appreci- appreciation hopefully segment, the final have, 10 teams. Hopefully we're up in the playoff series or it could be over by then. Yeah, that'd be nice. Could be game six or yeah, seven. Game, oh, can you imagine game if it's game seven? Tonight. Hey, if it's game seven, we're going to have a preview show. Bring all the guys on. Oh my! What <laughs> Tate and Cole or uh, Cody? Oh, that'd be cool. But then we need like a referee. We need like another party here to like separate us. <laughs> we'll be like we'll a U- It'll be like a UFC. <laughs> yeah, but he's on our team. Yeah, there'll be like there'll be like a UFC uh, preview there, like the interviews before. That's what it's gonna be like the weigh-ins, like when they have the press conference. I'm down. That's what this is gonna That's be sick. like we'll square it up with the sticks. All right, might <laughs> we'll have do, to. We'll do a post after with the sticks. I'm down. All right. All right, cool. Big um, one tonight. I'm fired up. Yeah. Um, this has been week 15 of the Owen 60. Next week, the OA Appreciation Show continues. The OHL Coaches Poll coverage continues. And again, week number two, and you just hit your laptop off the table. Yeah, what the heck? Story Jeez. of a Wings fan. Sober up. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm just fired <laughs> up. I'm ready to go tonight. Um, of course, week two of our all name bracket goes this week on our Instagram story at the own 60 podcast John Parker Jones taking on Zade Wisdom and David Jesus goes up against Navrin Mutter stay Should indoors people stay yeah, indoors please. people makes Let's our, fight this. Makes our lives easier because our drives are quicker yeah and we want <laughs> hockey next year yeah please he said I want baseball baseball this year hey now play the wing song let's go we're done for this week <laughs> <laughs>